1: Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 1,200 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dagwood Mill.
2: Amen. So I want us to welcome my brother Oyira James to give his testimony. Okay, before Ohiira comes, our uh, sister Sandra. Sister Sandra, can you come and give us your testimony?
3: Amen. Amen. Praise, Praise the Lord. <laughs> Please, I want to thank God for my life. Um, I want to thank God for the opportunity He gave me to join the First Love family. Uh, I remember then, before I came to Ghana, back home, my mom was always strict at me. Like, she didn't allow me to go anywhere. Always stay in the house. Don't go anywhere. Your friends can't visit. Nothing. Like, I'm always in the house. So, when I got my admission to Ghana, all I had in my head was, when I come to Ghana, I'll do everything I couldn't do back home. So, I've uh, p- already. <laughs> <laughs> i've already planned out all, all all the things i'm going to do but when i came to ghana my first my second hostel my roommate udwak ud she came one sunday and told me that hey i saw th- i went someone invited me to this church in legon that's i uh, they do dance and act and do all these things so i say wow a church that dance i say wow i mean i love dancing so when i heard about the dance i said okay next sunday i'm going i want to see them dance So, my purpose of coming to church that next Sunday was just for the dance, nothing else. So, when I came the next Sunday, like, the dance was so powerful. I was just telling her, see, this dance, I must be part of them. Like, I must join them. Then, when daddy came, he preached. And I noticed something that day. Like, I've gone to different churches, but whenever I'm in church, I don't understand what the preacher is saying. It's always like that. But I remember that they vividly, what daddy was speaking, that, like, I could understand. It was like, it was as if daddy was talking to me and telling me things. So, like, after the preaching, I gave my life, to, like, I said, ah, this is my church. Like, I was just telling my friends that um, I've arrived. Like, I'm not going anywhere again. Yeah. And so, like, that, that was how I joined the, uh, the first love church. Then, but before, uh, before then, I was still having issues with my mom. I was very disrespectful to her. And many at times she like cursed me and tell me, you, your children will do back all this things you're doing to me. Oh, son, like, and I noticed like, me, I knew that I had a problem. Sometimes I would meet her and say, mommy, why is that? Because when I go outside, I will respect other people. But when I come to the house, I don't respect her. I do tell her that. But then I didn't understand what was happening. That I remember one of the daddies preaching in East Ligon, one of the service we had, daddy was teaching us of, how we should respect our parents and everything. So I was really worried. I told God, please, I don't want all those courses to follow me. So I prayed. Daddy prayed for us. I prayed. Then after that semester, I went home. Like, actually, I forgot about the prayer and everything. So I went home. Then I think a week before I came back, ah, my mommy called me, Sandra, come. Like, she has been seeing changes. Like, what's happening? Like, you've changed. You've changed totally. What's happening? So... I told her about the church, I told her about daddy, she said, wow, what's the name of that your church? I say, first love, because back home I'm a Catholic, she say, oh, first love, that that's a good church, keep going, no, don't leave that church, I say, yes, ma'am, so many times, till today, whenever I call her, she said, hey, please tell your bishop to pray for us, like, tell him to pray for us, there was a time she called me, like, she's so happy that I'm here, like, since then, my prayer life, because then... Actually I was not really that kind of a bad person, but my bad things are in secret. So if you see me <laughs> Yeah. So if you see me, you actually know that I'm actually a bad person. It's in secret. So ah. Uh, so like the camps, I try going for all the camps. I remember uh, fight a good uh, fight of faith when we went for that camp that was telling us that we have to separate ourselves and i knew when he was calling names i was calling my own names in my head i said okay i have to leave this person i have to leave this person but i was telling god that me i don't know i don't know how Will i just go and say i'm no more your friend i prayed about it and with time one quarrel to another they will just leave this one will just go they'll say sandra you you are just doing holy holy holier than that so okay leave it Every day I'm in church. I will call 12 a.m. A- work. I'm coming back from church. Where are you? I say I'm coming back from church. Eh? Hey, what are you doing in that church? I say eh. It's like that. <laughs> ah, like they will tell me we close
4: late. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, like even this testimony itself. Um, since last year I've been praying for this test. Like I'm, I have to give testimony because it's wonderful that you really blessed my life. Like. Now my prayer life, I can actually pray for others. I can actually visit others. I can read my Bible. I can participate in church. All these things, I, did, I don't do it before. But like even back home this Christmas, uh, last year, I actually lost my dad. That period, I was scared that maybe because most of the times I hear that when the young one, when we lose our parents, we kind of uh, leave God and all the things. I was praying. I was praying like I met daddy. He prayed for me. Oh, everybody was just supporting me, so I prayed. I told God, "Please, I don't want to leave you. I'm scared. I don't want to leave you. Anything that happen, hold me." So many temptations, trials. Like a lot of times, I wanted to stop, but I don't know. The grace was coming. Like the family, we were, were all together. So I just want to thank God, like for the opportunity He gave me to be here. Because if you find yourself in this family, please just stick. I tell you, you, will, your life will never ever be the same. Amen.
2: Wow, what a blessing. Wow. I want us to welcome our brother, Ohira James, to give his testimony.
5: Thank you very much. I'm really happy to give this testimony.
4: Yeah.
5: When I was 18 years old, I came to Ghana, but from 17 till the day I was born, I never heard this word, born again. Yes. When I went to church all my life, my mom took me to church. The church I went to, they don't speak English at all. They, they, they speak, some of us who are from Calabar, they speak ethic. Ethic. Like Abadi, Idioke, all those. So when I came to church... I came to Ghana like a few weeks. I was in church. No, I was not in church. I was just in my hostel. Then a particular guy named Gabriel, I really thank him very much. Anytime I see him, I always thank him. He was in his room. I just went to him. I said, oh, guy, how far? He said, there is a church over here. Why don't you go? I said, oh, I don't want to go to church. Oh, it's late. He said, no, 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 go. It's a very good church. So those of us who always tell people, oh, this church, don't go. Please, it's a very bad thing. Because if I didn't go to that church, hey, I would have been lost. Yeah, lost. So as I went to the church, I met Chief Obi. He was preaching on how to be born again.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
5: So I gave my life to Christ over there. Then the next day, I think one week later, he took me to a carnival of star, where I met L.P. Lulu, Pastor Frank. And am Pastor German, yes. So from there, he was always taking me for tips. So I'll be telling my friends, oh, I'm going for tips. They'll be laughing at me. Oh, tips, tips, tips. What's tips? Oh, I would just be telling them. So still, I was still struggling with some of my weaknesses like pornography. I was always listening to worldly music, so many things. So one day, I went to a camp, Give Thyself Holy. Yeah, that was my first camp ever. Like a few months before I gave my life to Christ. So when for an interview, L P Lulu was interviewing us, so she asked me why well, I said I just came from Nigeria, so I'm in Chivo Beach, So she just gave me this the invitation, so I went. So we got there, then Bishop said, Oh, if you are here and you're still watching pornography and listening to what you're a fool. As he said those words, I just when I came back to Accra, I just took my phone, deleted every single thing inside the phone. Yes. But the pornography was the one that was so, so hard to give up. Yes. Oh, I was still. So I told my chief about it. He was trying to help me, help me, help me. But it wasn't really working. So this new year, when the demons and how to deal with them came out, yes. Yeah, so I, so I was in Nigeria back then. So the 21 days, the first day the message came, I said, ah, I cannot do this So something told me, do it. So I did the first three hours. It was working. By God's grace, I finished the 21 days, 70-hour prayer. Yes. Yeah. So when I went back to Nigeria, my mom just saw me. She was so happy because anytime she's taking me to church, I would just maybe walk around, walk around. And when she wears, when I wear the clothes, I would just stick mud and stain it. And oh, mom, oh, I fell down, so I cannot go again. Right? <laughs> uh, yes. So I never liked church. If you speak about church, I would never go. Yeah. So today I'm very happy for Lighthouse, First Love, Wisconsin. They've really impacted in my life. And today I'm an elder of a church. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Yeah, I want to thank Bishop Dad for his messages. I'm always listening. My room. Inside, I'm playing it. People are just hearing it outside. I'm always playing it loud. So I really want to say, Bishop, thank you very much for this opportunity.
2: Wow. What a blessing.
0: chose me and no one likes me much. Yet you liked me, Lord. Yet you chose me, Lord. And so with my life, I'll serve you, Lord. This is how I will say thanks. Oh, oh. Change me, give me brand new heart. Only you, the only one who won my heart today. More understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies and my meditation. I understand more than the ancient because I keep thy precepts. How sweet are thy words, sweeter than honey. From every evil way that I might keep Thy word, O oh Lord, and I've not departed from Thy judgment, for Thou hast taught me how sweet are Thy words, is sweeter than honey to my
4: mouth.
0: Yeah. To my feet, thy word, oh Lord, is the light unto my path. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Whoa, oh, oh, therefore, I hate every false way. How sweet, how sweet, how sweet, how sweet are your words to my Love you honey honey I need you say testimony I love you yeah. testimony I need you do you need it testimony I love you
2: Hallelujah. Wisconsin, are you ready? Wow. What a blessing. I remember last four years, we only had two branches here in Wisconsin. Myself and a friend of mine. And when daddy came for a carnival the year after, right after the branches grew, we became 15 branches. (laughs) Two to 15. And today, by the grace of God, Daddy is here with us. And you can only imagine. Daddy, we are, we are blessed to have you here. Let's give it up and welcome, Bishop Doug. on me.
4: Hallelujah.
6: Let us pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Guide us by your mighty Holy Spirit today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated and if you can turn off the fans, please. I know you are enjoying the fans, but they make a lot of noise. Today, I want to share with you about... Overcoming about he that hath and he that has not. The world is divided into two groups, two countries he that has country and he that has not country. You may you may be in Ghana or Switzerland or England, but you are either in he that has or he that has not. That's a reality. Now, among the he that has not, all right, now Jesus, let's all read uh, Mark. Let's just read that verse together. He that has, Mark chapter 4, verse
4: 25.
6: For he that has, to him shall be given. And he that has not from him shall be taken even that which he has. Do you have that? Yes. Mark 4:24, 25. He that has to him shall be given. He that has not from him shall be taken away even that which he has. Now amongst the he that has not there are three groups. Okay? Either has not. There are three groups. Number one, the poverty group. Yeah. Then number two, the intractable poverty group. Yeah. Intractable is an English word which means not easy to treat. Not easy to get rid of not not easy to control something that is hard to work with not easily controlled or manageable or something that is stubborn so there is there is stubborn poverty and it's not easy for it to go away yeah that's intractable poverty and then the third group the third category in this is the groups of inequality people who have who don't have what they should have equally compared with others so inequality Intractable poverty. And then poverty. There are three groups. Okay? Very unequal group. Equal to what we even have. You see that there should be riches. But you, you, it's, it's so unequal. Everything is unequal. Like those who are rich in every country are so rich... That they feel ashamed when people even give testimonies and mention amounts that they were praying for. It's true. If somebody is giving a testimony that I had a bank account and I had 100 CDs in the bank and I decided to give half to God, which I had last Sunday. He said, I had planned that this hundred cities is what I can live on for the whole, for the rest of the month. And that is all that I have. And I decided to give a half. There are people who have millions, thousands, hundreds. So when somebody says that I've decided to give the 50, so that I can use, believe God for the 50. Many people... $50, is, uh, 50 CDs is $12. 50 CDs is $12. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
6: so, we have inequality in the world. A lot of it. And you may be at the other end of the inequality... The bad side of the inequality. You are escaping today. Yeah. Let us say amen well so that it happens to you. Yeah. So, amazingly, you find that... So what, I, what I'm preaching about is whether you have a passport or not, or a visa or not you will enter one of these countries, he that has or he that has not. Whether you go to university or not. There is a group in Ghana called Association of Unemployed Graduates. I've never heard of it before, so recently. There's an association of people who have been to university and cannot find a job to do. Wow. You'll never be in that group. In Jesus' name. Why? So what are the causes of each of these three? What are the causes of poverty? What are the causes of intractable poverty or not easy to treat poverty? And what are the causes of inequality? Yes. Yes. Wow. wow poverty research has shown us not my ideas you can check in my book i've quoted where it is from that personal traits personal traits cause poverty yes so the research is showing that it's your personal um, something about you, your traits, that lead you to poverty. And if you look all over Africa, you find out that there are some traits that we have as Africans that lead us to poverty, no matter how much riches we are surrounded by. So we have... Two good experiments that you can see from. One is Africa and the African leadership gives you the rest of Africa except South Africa and maybe Zimbabwe. But Zimbabwe has been under black leadership for long enough to undo a lot of the things. Zimbabwe used to be called uh, Rhodesia. It wasn't so long ago, but it's long enough. And even Mozambique. You need to go there to see it. But South Africa is the most recent. Under traits exhibited by black people, you see the rest of Africa has particular characteristics, which is poverty. We are poor. Nigeria is one of the poorest countries in the world. Yes. Yes. It's one of the poorest countries. I'm talking about the people. As for the wealth, they are surrounded by... They, they are surrounded by... I mean, one time an American uh, embassy staff, a high up staff was flying out of Nigeria and I was also on the flight. Yes, I sat by her. She told me, I said, how do you find Nigeria? said, oh, they have too much money. They don't know what to do with their money.
4: Yes.
6: That is her only description about Nigeria. That's a summary. Yeah. But the, the the traits of our leadership leads everybody to fall into great poverty. Yes. There are two ways to look at somebody doing something wrong. Many people don't trust. Sometimes when a Nigerian comes, oh, I'm from Nigeria, say, hey, be careful. Nigerians, is it not true? Yes. 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 You, you Nigerians don't trust yourself more than B- you. Yeah. B- <laughs> B- yes. B- you know yourselves. Yeah. There, there are two ways to look at it. But there's a way that I will show you to look at it. That, and that is, when you are desperate to survive, to eat, to drink. Do you see? It causes people to move and find a way. Because necessity is the mother of invention. And that is why Africans have found various inventive ways to even travel abroad. Yes? It's true. Necessity. And that is why Ghana is following all the countries. Congo is like that. Congo is very... It's, yeah. Nigeria and Congo have... So we don't know because we don't speak French, but in the French world, Congo is Nigeria. Yeah? It's huge. Rich. Rich beyond imagination. Everybody is poor. So it has been shown by research. And the best example is South Africa and the rest of Africa. I've been all over South Africa from north to south, east to west. Every corner. Yes. There was no road like out here. There was nothing. Anywhere. Yeah. Then another Experiment is South Africa and Lesotho because Lesotho did not accept to be under any white leadership, so they are right in the middle of an island. As soon as you enter Lesotho, you you are in another country. Yes, completely different from South Africa. There you find pastoralism, which is shepherds following, what what is it? While shepherds watch their flocks by night. That is where you see it. Literally. It's amazing. And you just cross the border you are in South Africa. It's different. As soon as you cross, you see factories. And you see industries and other things. As soon as you come here, you see nothing. And shepherds. Ancient shepherds following cows. It's amazing. So, research, research has shown that poverty all right, is from personal traits. That is why a lot depends on you, and you have to believe it. Amen. Amen. So, quickly, intractable poverty, which is not so easy to treat. Not that not so easy, not easy to control it. Also, research has shown, that is the second category, has shown that intractable poverty is explained by a lack of knowledge. Yes. Number two, a lack of skills. And three, laziness. Not easy to treat poverty. That is why, as you come to church, you are hearing the word of God and you are receiving knowledge. You will not dislike God if you know about God. You will rather know that you are a fly who is to be just disposed of. And that it's a blessing. For God to even choose you. And even for you to approach God. You will always think of blessing when God is calling you. Because all through the Bible, you'll find out that God calls people not to work. Because you are not even coming to work for God. You are coming to be blessed. You are the one who is going to be blessed. When you come nearer God. If you know about God, you will like Him. But because we don't know God, you always have these fears that coming closer to God is dangerous. (laughs) He wants to take away your happiness. He wants to take away your pleasure. He wants to take away your pornography. Wow. wow. Psalm 65, verse 4.
3: Blessed is
6: the man whom thou choosest and causes to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house even of thy temple. Blessed is the man whom thou chooses. When God chooses you, the the main thing is that you are blessed. That's all. You are blessed. To be chosen is to be blessed. If God chooses you, and God calls you, and God invites you, and God brings you near, he says, and causes to approach. That's why when Ida was singing the song, he said, thank you for choosing me. No one liked me, no one chose me But you like me, you chose me And the Bible says, blessed is the man It means there is a blessing Oh yes You are blessed to be chosen And cause to approach Like come nearer When you sense God bringing you nearer It is your blessing God cannot be improved by your presence He cannot be improved by you coming around. There is nothing that you can you cannot increase God's height. Or his his, his, the way he looks, or there's nothing you can make better about God. You are the one who is blessed when you are caused to approach. Yeah. All through the Bible, you will see God says that for his servants. It's just blessing. Blessing upon blessing. Yes. Blessing. Are you still around or you're going home? Fantastic. Hmm. Frozen, are you there? So, God has great blessings for His people. Anyway, back to intractable poverty. So, your poverty can be treated if we can treat your lack of knowledge, but it is amazing that people. Cannot be corrected in their lack of knowledge. You, when you are new as a teacher, you will think that when you teach, people will just do what you say. When, when you are a new teacher, you, you, you feel that when I share this wonderful message and I give this, even that the person will apply it to himself. They will not apply it to themselves. When I was a younger preacher, I'm still young, but when I was younger, or newer, newer, newer.
4: Uh-huh.
6: I remember one or two occasions, I had a message for somebody. And I, and I preached to the person. I didn't mention the person's name. The person didn't understand it at all in that way. <laughs> they don't even get it. So with time, you realize you don't have to waste your time. Just preach the word of God. Because knowledge and the lack of knowledge is not easy to treat. That's why we encourage you. Listen to the podcast. Listen, just listen to the word of God all the time. And check your Bible. When you hear things, oh, wow, let me check my Bible if it's there. Let me check my Bible. Don't just listen. Listen, check your Bible. And be receiving the things. Underlining your Bible. Check. And knowledge is coming into you and implement it. Lack of knowledge, lack of skills, lack of laziness, and lack of skills—you can't do anything. As I was watching the, the choir singing today, I was saying this is one of the best choirs in our first love churches. Yeah, yeah. and. You find out that a skill is not knowledge. Let's say, like a skill of singing. As you come to church and you develop that skill, you think you are wasting your time. But you take some people, that's their job. Because they can sing, they have. So, whatever I learned in school, I don't know and I don't care. It's true. It doesn't matter. She can, she can sing. And she can sing what I want her to sing. That's wonderful. It's a skill. So and a cause of poverty is a lack of skills. Sometimes not a lack of knowledge, but lack of skills. There's nothing you can do. Danny Boy can do. He can, he can produce you sit down, you think we are listening to an orchestra, but it's all coming from him.
4: It's true.
6: And some of you, when you are invited, come and dance, like our sister said, come and dance. Come and do this, come and do that. It's like, oh. <laughs> but the third character is his laziness. And it has been shown that when two people okay. One with intractable poverty okay. Or And the other with whatever Are offered okay. The Opportunity to do something One would choose to rest okay. And the other one would choose to work okay. All of us are like that If I say let's do this Some would choose let's we'll do it on Tuesday We'll do it on Monday So let's kill it today These are the two type of people Let's kill it today and let's do it next week. And it's a cause of poverty or inequality. True. Let's kill it today. Do you know anybody like that So let's finish it now. And so, let's, let's do it on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. That is under inequality actually. Yeah. So laziness, downright laziness, lack of knowledge, and lack of skills. As a nation, what can we make? What can we build? What do we? Is there what what do we make? Uh-huh. You, it, it's not easy to solve it. And when you try to make a factory, let's say we make a factory to make shirts, you are the very person who will not buy that shirt because you see the home second hand one which looks nicer than the kumasi factory one so it's not easy to solve almost all factories are closed down just a few are left wow and then finally inequality inequality And one of the main causes are personal preferences, which is when faced with the choice between working harder to earn more money or enjoying more leisure time, equally capable individuals with identical earning potential often choose different strategies. That is, some will choose to earn more money and some would choose to have more pleasure rather than working harder to earn more money. That is it, and that causes all the inequality that we see. Even in school, somebody said, oh, I finished uh, doing the past the past course from 2011 to 2015. I'm going to do an exam, but another person will say, "What about 2000?" 9 to 2005, when they started this yeah. course, yeah. and some say, Oh, I think I've done 2011 to 2005, it's okay, yeah. and so I'll rather go out and blow time and do something. But another person will say, But 2005 to 2010 is that I've never looked at it before, these are the two times, and that's what creates the inequality. Yes, it creates inequality in school. And when you come out of school, create inequality in happiness, in marriage. Weird. you see two people, one is married. I so say, should I do this? And so, I let me just another person. So let me do this to, to make things nicer. Now, I say, so, so uh, we'll, we'll do it with time. I'm sure, it's something that will happen. Yes, if you are married to a lazy person, you don't enjoy a lot of things. Laziness is one of the cause of intractable poverty in marriages. Poverty of happiness. Inequality in happiness. Look, when a group of five brothers meet to analyze their marriages, they will tell you different experiences. When a group of five sisters sit down to discuss their marriages, you hear different experiences. There are sisters who are married The husband will never do anything in the house to help in any way. Meanwhile, they used to cook when they were bachelors. But there is nothing they will ever lift a finger to do. Number one. Number two, even there are those who, even if a bulb is off, they will never change it. The whole house can be in darkness. They will be in the darkness. The water will be disconnected. How to go to water and sewage to reconnect? They cannot do it. And there are those who will never open their palm to give their wives money. They will look and say, you are working and I'm working. One, one draw. Equal. Do your best. I also do my best. Yes. So you have inequality of happiness. Yes. There are those who, who never buy anything for their spouses. No, 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 no. Buy your, your thing yourself. I also buy mine. Wow. Inequality, not happiness. Yes. And um, if, there were, if, if, if in another form, I would have given you more examples. You see that there are a lot of inequalities. Hey. You are receiving the higher equality in Jesus' name. <laughs> Is it amazing? It's amazing? So, you are joining the higher group. Amen. 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 The higher group. Amen. Amen. How are you going to join this group? One of the ways is to recognize people that God sends into your life. Amen. Amen. I'm still, I'm actually just reading from my book because you write, but like I said, knowledge is difficult to impart. You may write it and video it in front of, but they will not read it. I'm only reading my book my sermon is my book let me show it to you what is it doing obey yes yes that's my book I'm, preaching, I'm just reaching out reading out my book to you because you will read it because knowledge is difficult to impart for people to have it I am in the he that has group I'm in the he that has group I am I am I am so high up in the he that has group that I cannot share it with you it's true From the time I started to follow certain principles in the word of God. The the principles have helped me to climb higher and higher and higher in the group he that has recognize fathers. Amen. Number, the next one is recognize friends of your father. Friends of your father. Your friends of your father can be a source of your becoming he that has. Look, when David died, Solomon maintained a good relationship with Hiram, the king of Tyre, who was King Solomon's, King uh, David's friend. And Hiram, the king of Tyre... 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 1, sent his servants to Solomon, for he heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. For Hiram was a lover of David. was well, not a lover of Solomon. He was a lover of David. And it came to pass, when Hiram heard the words of Solomon, that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which has given unto David a wise son over these great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the things which thou sentest to me for. And I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning the timber of fair. Verse 10. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fair trees according to all his desires. Hiram is a friend of Solomon's father. Watch out for your father's friends associates, close companions, acquaintances, you'll be surprised that you're maintaining good relationship. Even you can call them uncles. They are, in our setting, we call everybody uncle. Yes. Even, my children call our house help uncles. Yes. I they have to respect them. They are older. They call all of them uncles or aunties. They don't call it. They don't, you, don't, you can't just call whatever. No. It's not not right. Yes. Be careful of these people. Look, your father's friend may be the one... You see, one of the things you realize, when people have love, they have love for people's children too. Uh So, and the child reminds them of the parent. So, those of you who have, you destroy relationships, important relationships. You get it? Yeah. You are destroying, you are destroying maybe what may be the cause. There are people that I have received in my life only because it's this person's whatever. I say. one time somebody was coming from America, it was a, a close person to one, one of our bishops. Let's take it that it's my friend. When he explained to me how that person was important, I said, Come. You are important to me because you are important to this man. Yes. And I, as I took a very serious uh, interest in the person. Pray for somebody to be interested in you. Look. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if nobody is interested, we are a lot. We are many. We are many. <laughs> For somebody to be interested in you, you are my father's friend, or brother, or cousin. (laughs) You never lack. Because of that. Yes. So fools, they don't understand all these connections and relationships. When I take an interest in you, and if it becomes my project that you are marrying, you are getting married, Do you understand? You are likely to get married. It's true. It's true. When I see all my friends, I'm just calling most of my pastors are my friends. When I see their children, that's my mind. I'm I'm thinking of how their lives should be okay. Because I know what is a child. A child can go left, right, center, any direction. Except there is a guide and a help. So be careful, you know. These are ways God is going to bless. And he's going to bless through your father's friends. Your spiritual father. You see, I'm not talking about spiritual father. I'm even talking about earthly, but spiritual fathers. Yeah, be careful. You see, there are people So I know Bishop, but I don't, I don't flow with his friends. It's another mistake that people, there are people I know, there are half people like that. They flow only with me. That like if they see me, they flow with me. But they don't flow with people around me. That's a big mistake. I know all of that. I can list their names. One, two, three, four. You flow with me. You flow with me. You flow. But I don't flow with the people around me. That's a mistake. Because I have rather targeted you because you don't flow with the people that are around me. I've targeted you. I've marked you with a red, a red, a red paper. I tell you.
4: <laughs>
6: Why don't you like the people that like, what are you telling me about? What are you, what are you saying about me? Hey. So, most of the time, when there is a. When I, when I had Yongicho I mean, all these years, the main person I've related with is the person that he, he worked with. It is through her that everything that I had, including the dedication of our church, through she is the one who organized it. She said, Leave it to me. You leave it to me. I'll sort it out. I never had a clear whether Young would actually going to come. I knew he was coming, but whether he would dedicate the church, whether he would come to the church, all that I didn't know. I could not get it from them till I decided to befriend the friend, and I called this woman, and I explained to her. Then she told me, Young Cho is a pastor. He would like to do. You leave it with me. I will call you tomorrow. That was all. I said, she said, Sunday morning, I was, Sunday morning is come, after Sunday morning, I'll, I'll call you. And she called me. She told me, this is the date. He will come, he will do this, he will do that. This is what he will do. That was the end. I, that was all. Yes. So you make a mistake when your father has a friend, an associate, a colleague, a, a partner, and you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are not flowing with that person. Sometimes I see and I just mark, I say, I mark with red paper and write. There's a writing on the red paper, and I stuck it on their head. When I see them, the paper is flying like this in head. <laughs> flow with only me, don't flow with those around me. Okay, I've seen, I've heard. You cannot insult Bishop Prince and be and be close to me. One day somebody came to tell me something bad about Bishop Prince. I think that was the beginning of his end in this church. Because there's no more around. Yes. You have to be careful. You really have to be careful. You have to be careful. Every father has friends. Including my earthly father. He had friends. When my father was arrested and thrown into prison during the revolution i went to see him in the prison and he told me the name of his friend he said go to this my this my friend he will help you that was it and i went to see his friend his friend helped me that was it i had no i didn't know what to do Watch out for friends. If you see me for all my life in ministry with people like Bishop Saki or Bishop
4: Eddie,
6: you should be very careful of the friends and others that are around. Yes. Because they are more than brothers. They are more than family. You meet. Yourself. Yeah. Your pastor's friends are very important. Just take it that it's your father and his friends. Yeah. Are you still around? I'm sure you are here. Because I'm preaching the word of God. How many are blessed today? Yes. Amen. Amen. The next one and the last. He that has eh, recognizes the importance of brothers, your brothers, your relatives. (laughs) And Joseph placed his father. And his brethren and gave them a possession he gave them houses his brothers in the land of Egypt and in the best of the land because not all brothers are the same you may all be siblings but God may have chosen one of the family and he chose Joseph and Joseph nourished his father I hope you are reading what I'm reading. Genesis 47 verse 11. It said, and Joseph nourished his father. Hey, may you be a child who nourishes your father. Yeah. Nourish He speaks of even giving milk, meat, and I mean potatoes. Hey, he nourished his father. And he nourished his brethren. God used him to nourish his brethren. And all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land. For the famine was sore. Very sore. So that all the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. God used Joseph to nourish his brothers, his brothers, families, everybody, to one brother. When you don't recognize your brothers whom God is using, whether spiritual brothers or physical brothers, in most families, God will select one of them. True. Do you know that Bill Gates may have a bra- brother? <laughs> You've not thought about it, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. Or Michael Jackson. He had brothers, but he was a star. And the, the, the others tried to be stars and all that. But look, Charlie. It's not the same. Joseph nourished his brethren. You have brothers, Christian brothers, God gives you in your life and you'll be nourished and helped by them. I've been nourished by people like Bishop Saki. Bishop. They have stood there Faithful. That alone is, is nourishing the fed life, butter, and oil into my life. Yes, by their nourishing and their presence. Their everlasting presence. <laughs> it's true. I, I, was, I, was, I was in the same school with Bishop Eddie. We were together in school. Achimota school. I was in the university with them. We were all mates and friends. Brothers. Christian brothers. God can use a brother he has brought into your life to nourish you. Joke with it and you joke with your nourishing. Joke with Even the friendships and the relationship that you joke with it, you'll be surprised. Ah. You see, poverty eh, is a very mysterious thing. Yes. Sometimes, only your relationship with any of these type of people I'm talking about is the cause of your poverty. Yeah. You see, when you've been a pastor for a long time of the same people, you you know that many some of the people they were in J. Chet they were in whatever that are around they were like this 10 years old some of the people that were with me 10, 10 that's when it, 10 years you can't imagine how old is 10 years I've seen people who play with even just old, marry this person oh why who do 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 up till today they are still not married because you joke With the nourishing that is coming from a source, it turns into your greatest poverty. All the rest of your life is is changed from that. It's up till today. I think people don't value, you know, that is why there's a school in tech for valuation. And the cost goes for four years. Four years for valuation. What is it called? Land economy. Land economy, yeah, where you learn how to value stuff, And there are different ways, methods you use to see the value of, like a house. It's not just the concrete. That is one basic way you measure. And you say, okay, there's so much wood, so many doors in the house. No. If the land of that house is next to your house, even if the house was only 40,000, for you it's 400,000 because it's your next door. And what he's coming to do when he comes to make a school and he's singing blah, blah, black sheep every morning. You see that it has changed your house. Yes. So to you, it's worth a lot. So they don't only value by one way. It's like you need, it's an art and science for four years in school to know the value of things. So sometimes something is working by you. It's very valuable. You don't know. Most value comes up when people die. If I die now, you see my value. Yeah, you see you suddenly see my value very wildly. God forbid. Don't expect me to die. Expect to die before me. Brother, ask I officiated your wedding, I officiated your funeral as well. <laughs> if I die before you, how can I officiate your funeral? <laughs> Who will be there to officiate your funeral? I'll be there in Jesus' name. <laughs> That is why valuation is a cost. You see, people going to a marriage counseling, and they come out holding the marriage counseling book. They are working. On it. They don't know about the book, how the book came about, the work that is involved. They don't know anything. They just flow with it. It's like it's supposed to be there. Or even the University of Ghana, how they built it years ago, and what is involved in having the school. You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know because you don't know. <laughs> because it's like your duty is to just enjoy, not to value things. But in the church, I'm teaching you about how to become he that has. He that has, he doesn't joke with certain things. He knows that I'm standing because of my brother who, is, who stood here by my side. He stood all these years. That's why I'm also standing. I'm not standing alone. There's nothing like standing alone. If I had not valued. The input of people like Hagen, Kenneth Hagen, in my life, not valued it. I will not be standing here. Those are the fathers that God also gave me. Through that, I have, I have prospered. I've become he that has. Yeah. A tape was given to me. Look at me here. I'm standing here. I'm preaching to you. Wow. wow. Today marks the beginning of your valuation. Yeah. Valuing what you must value in Jesus' name, don't ever rubbish me. Don't rubbish me. Sit down, let me tell you something. You know, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says, I saw a beast having ten heads and seven horns, and on the the names on the heads. Were the names of blasphemy. Now, when you check the word blasphemy, usually we think of insult and derogatory remarks and so on. But there was an interesting definition there. It said to belittle the worth and the works of a person. To belittle. And you see that sometimes you are belittling the worth of somebody to you or belittling the worth of the person. Is blasphemia in Greek. Yes. So I may be standing in front of you, but you belittle the value of myself in your life. Because I may not exalt myself in a certain way over you or say certain things. So you belittle the worth and the the worthiness and the works that a person has done. Yes. So the books that I've written for, how many churches have got books, even a book at all? About any topic that they can practically use in the church. But that is a blasphemia, is to belittle the worth and the works.
2: That's why people
6: believe when I say, Key to prosper, don't borrow money. They belittle what I'm saying. That's why I'm far more prosperous than most of them. By far, I can give them money, I can help them. I just look at them and I laugh in my head. Yes. Far I've prospered far more. Because they belittle what I said. I remember one time I was in America. I spoke about mortgage. As soon as I left, they belittled what I said. And all of them went into mortgage and into subsequent financial crisis as the years have gone by. <laughs> it's true. You belittle the wealth. So your pastor comes by you belittle. Like, oh, but you are you a businessman? Do you know what you know about business? You are a pastor. Even that's why God uses something that unbelievers recognize it. Because even if I'm a pastor, the same principles that bring increase are the same principles that bring increase in whether it's farming, whether it's this, whether it's But if it's farming, then what I'm doing is working. It's working. Even what I'm doing now with the children. Hey, you may not know what it is. So don't belittle. Let it be great. The opposite of belittling. Let it be great to you. That is why we've introduced Galatians six. Yes. You must appreciate your pastor. Yes. And the founder's day, you must appreciate the founder of the church. Yes. Do not to belittle it. Yes. That's the blasphemia. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, but it's not, it will not be anything. It's, it's not like that. You, you don't have to wait till the death to inform you. That is why there is a school. Four years. What are you doing for four years? To learn the value of what? Huh? And you see that it 's not that easy to know the value, so what i 'm teaching you is actually valuation land economy wow. yeah i 'm teaching you value brothers, value your father 's friend, value your father, value profit, value this value be careful with all these don 't belittle don 't belittle the worth of it in your life when i 'm teaching about pros- what i 'm teaching is prosperity don 't say oh, I have to go for a motivational seminar, I have to go to financial school economic school no no no, just listen to what we are saying here. Because it has worked like magic. It has made us into a living wonder. Wonder, wonder. We are wonders. It's a living wonder and it's still working. You will also be a living wonder. I said you will be a living wonder. A wonder gives birth to a wonder. I said a wonder gives birth to a wonder. That's why Ida is a wonder to many of you. Because she's the only one who was malleable in my hand. Do this. Don't do it like this. Do it like this. Do it like this. Do it like this. That's why she's a wonder. That's why she goes all over the world. Yes. That's why she's in a different class. Yes. Because, you see, when you... Knowledge is difficult to impart. Do it. Do this. Do this. Nah. <laughs> they laugh. They belittle it. I've stood with musicians who belittle me as a me. Somebody who went up to grade 7, ABRSM, eight, music. Yeah. You belittle what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm doing in music. In so many areas. Architects. That's why I, I dispose of them. I don't work with architects. There's no architect in my life. No, 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 no. I'll get my children who can, I, when I impart the knowledge God has given me, they, they receive it. And they also become living wonders. When I, when I introduce people, I say, you see this little girl, she built the Kodesh. I say, eh, how does she build the Kodesh? What is this person? Yes. Because those are the people that you can impact things to.
4: Yeah.
6: The rest, they'll be looking at you. That's why they turn into nothing. Yeah. I'm teaching you how to become he that has. Yeah. I'm teaching you how to become a living wonder. Yeah. Practically. Yeah. Yeah, don't belittle yeah. the valuable things. Yeah. Don't blaspheme and belittle the wealth. When somebody saying this, do this. You belittle it. You belittle it to your own demise because we are watching it as it's happening. Yes. Your presence or your absence does not change the church. You know it. Look at me standing here. If I've, so, so, I've just left the Kodesh. Kodesh is a branch. It's a branch. If I was so insecure, I would be running. I have to be there so they see my face. It's it's, it's higher than that. You are becoming the next living wonder in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, everybody. All right. Lift your hand and pray for the wisdom for a moment. Father, we thank you for your word today. You guide us. Make us into living wonders. In every way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Jesus. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thanks, thanks, in Jesus' mighty name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, today, put your hand on your heart. Father, impart the great wisdom that turns us from he that has not into he that has receive it now in jesus name thank you lord for the great blessing of your word in jesus name as every head is bowed and every eye closed if you are here this morning you want to give your life to jesus pastor pray with me i want to give my life to god to jesus christ i don't know who you are but i can tell you one thing you will go to hell if you don't give your life to jesus I know you cannot even imagine yourself dead but better still you may have to imagine yourself in hell which you will not want to be. That is why God sent his son to save you from that place. As every head is bowed and every eye closed pastor pray with me I want to change my life today I want to give my life to God and serve God. I want Jesus to come into my life. Make me a new person. If you are here like that this morning pastor help me pray with me i want to give my life to god Then lift your hand up just lift your right hand up high i'm going to pray with you as we end this service god bless you lift it up high i see so many hands god bless don't think about whether a lot of people are raising a hand that is not the important what is important is you you and god yes your name must be in the book of life today your right hand must be up if you want to give your life to jesus Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for all these that are giving their lives to you today. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me in the front. Come. 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 Come
4: running. Come running. Come
0: running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. Let me pray with you. His grace will be So come running to that mercy seat, come, running. come on, come on, come running, come, on come to running, Jesus. come running to that mercy seat, where Jesus is calling, his grace will be a covering.
6: Lift your hands, close your eyes, and say this prayer with me, say Jesus, Today is my day. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins. From today, I give my heart. I give my life. I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Please wash away my sins with the blood of Jesus. Oh God. Please cleanse me. Wash me. With the blood of Jesus. I am sorry. I am sorry. For all my sins. My many sins. I've done many many bad things. Have mercy. On me. From today. I open my heart. Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. change me. Change me. me. Make me a new person. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life from today. I give my life to God. I give my life to God. I give my heart to God. Thank you, Lord. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen. This is a very important moment. Are you look at me? Look at me. You know. Everybody is born, and everybody is going to die. For sure. Even if you are rich, you die. When you die what will happen? That's the main thing. Do you understand? Because in 50 years from now, many of you may not even be alive. Add 50 to your age. Even you may not be around. So that is why God sent his son, Jesus Christ. Somebody like me, when I was 16 years old, I gave my life to Jesus. Yes. And I've been, I've been saved since then. That is what is happening right now. Salvation. That's what we say. Salvation. This is it. You see, do you know that we are liars? Like we can lie to people then. They don't know that we are lying. Is it not true? But that is not God. God sees when you will lie. He can see. So you are about to meet the person you cannot lie to. You can lie to people, but you cannot lie to him. You can rap people, but you cannot rap God. That's why you must fear God. Because you are nothing. So today, as you are giving your life to Jesus, it's a great moment to get things right with the one you cannot lie to. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you glad? Yes. Yes. Now, you must not take it lightly. Because many are called but and many are born again, but few make it. You'll be among the few. Yeah. I said you'll be among the few. Yeah. And how will you be among the few? By taking God seriously, reading your Bible every day, praying every day, and becoming a strong Christian. Amen. Amen. And your pastors and your shepherds are all here. Amen. How many of you are going to take this very seriously? Raise your hand. How many are going to go back to Satan and say, Satan, I'm back. I I mistakenly went to church. But Satan, I'm back for you. As for you, Satan, you and I, we can never part. Is that what you are going to do? How many are going to say, Jesus, I've come and I will never leave you. Amen. That is a blessing. Don't joke with this. One day I met a a young man. He was a very bad boy. His father decided that he wouldn't take him to school again. And his mother said I should speak to him. And I called him like, how i am speaking to you? And I I told him, do you understand what I'm saying? He said, yes. So I said, let us pray. And I prayed with him like I prayed with you. When he opened his eyes, his, his face didn't look different. So I, I asked him, are you serious? Like I'm asking you, are you serious? He said, I'm serious. But I, I thought he wasn't serious. But from that time, his life changed. Today, he's a pastor. Today, he's a pastor. So, I prophesy to you that one day you will also be a pastor. You also serve God. And you also do great things for God. I know you cannot believe it. But... God can do wonders. He's making you a living wonder. Today. In Jesus name. Amen. I'm going to give you a gift. Because on your birthday. Today you are born again. And on your birthday. You are, also, you are supposed to get a present. Do you want to get a present? And this is the present. A book that I've written is called. How you can become a strong Christian. Would you want to become a strong Christian? Eh? Very good. So you must promise to read it. Don't start and stop. The whole book has something for you. So give them your birthday birthday present. Wow. Happy Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You are born again today. God bless you. Go back to your seat and after, what should they do after? Should come back to the front here and we're going to talk with you. God, God bless you. Go back to your seat.
1: We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.